This podcast has been brought to you by our Patreon account. After almost four years of producing free content in one way or another, we're finally opening up the doors for people to uh, financially support us. For anyone out there that supports what we're doing, believes in us, believes in what we're trying to achieve, uh, feel free to head over to patreon.com forward slash xyadvisor. And second of all, we've uh, finally converted our mainly dormant website into a membership site now. It is focused on training. You pay $49 a month, you get one credit to spend uh, on the library of different training courses and those training courses are constantly getting upgraded and constantly getting added to. Uh, we actually give half the money to the course providers because we value what they do. Uh, it's just a really good way for us to, to improve upon the financial advice community. So that's everything. Enjoy the podcast. This session is also brought to you by Sun Super. They're one of the fastest growing profit for members or industry funds in Australia. They were the very first of these funds to partner with advisors and they've got functionality where you can actually link to your client's Sun Super accounts and charge advice fees through the fund as well as a number of uh, tech innovations to make it easier for you to work with your clients. They've got great investments, they're really, really cheap and their team are just generally legends. So if you haven't already connected with Sun Super, give them a shout because they're doing some really cool stuff. So I hear uh, every day in the office is like a school reunion for you, Shaggy. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, actually, there's probably a bunch of us from uh, good old Lampton High back in Newcastle. Yep, representing. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I've had a, a number of friends from year three and in high school where, um, you know, they sort of knew I was part of this family business. I uh, had a good mate whose uh, surname was Williams and... Uh, yeah, when you've got a surname like Shakespeare, another mate with a surname like Williams, <laughs> you're going to get an idea of what sort of is going to eventuate in our conversations. And, um, um, you know, lo and behold, over the years, we sort of, um, you know, struck up a friendship where, you know, we also went through university and he was doing mathematics and, and um, finance and all the rest. And uh, we started coining this name like, oh, yeah, we could do this thing called William Shakespeare, you know, planning <laughs> or advice. And this would be this would be really cool, really out there. Um, and uh, and my father in the background, you know, really su- successful with the uh, financial planning side. And he's, I think you could see that, hey, if this thing took off and you guys were really good, then I just want to block your move here. So what he's done is um, <laughs> he's registered the name already. He's blocked our move in case we decide to pack up and leave. Um, yeah, so thanks, Trademark. Dad. Um, thanks, Dad, for doing that. But uh, And it's funny, now his brother's in the business. Um, he's another advisor, uh, Matty. And, uh, um, and funnily enough, our accounting division was sort of born off the roof of a, a place on a New Year's Eve uh, with another mate from year three. And I said, he's a chartered accountant. I said, mate, what, you know, you're working here as a chartered accountant. We've got this business. Why don't we start something up, um, uh, separate accounting division? And, uh, yeah, it sort of all ran from there. And that's been operating now for another well, nine, nearly ten years or so. Um, so, yeah, we've got this just massive school reunion all the time. And, and then some of our clients are from school as well. So uh, it's good fun. Good fun. Do you remember, you know, like who flushed who? And stuff like that, you know. I don't know if you did, did either of you guys get bullied a little bit. I got bullied a little bit at school. I probably did. I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I got flush flushed, but I certainly I remember vividly remember like having to crawl under the you know like a toilet with the doors, like trying to get away from some bully, and then there was a puddle of piss, and I've just crawled through it, and then I get up and I've got this massive wet patch, and the dude that was gonna punch. 
Dutchman just goes, ah, that's even better. And just walks away. I was like, just, I'm just going to take the punch next time. <laughs> I forgot about flush. I forgot yeah. about how people used to get flush. Oh, man. Oh, the good old days. The memories. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't do that anymore. You can't flush people. Yeah, you can now video it now, can't you? Yeah, YouTube live stream something. Yeah. It's a lot more dangerous. It's da- like schoolyard stuff is heaps more dangerous. Like, because back in our day, and I hate saying that, like, because it makes us sound old. But it's true, you know, like, we, we got through our teenage years completely unrecorded, yeah. which is excellent. Yeah. We're playing, <laughs> yes. We were able to play Snake on our phones, so that was pretty cool. Yes, you know, so, at the later uh, years. Yeah, Nokia, yeah. whatever, 3310s, whatever Hell they yeah, were. Hell yeah, represent. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. good fun. So, so yeah. like, the business is, like, 30, 40 years old, the time that you, you join. Um, yeah. Tell us about that, and obviously you've got your own take on, on advice and, and the things that you're doing, but how did you find that? You know, coming in, finding your feet, and then uh, transitioning to the sort of advice that you want to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So, mum and dad started the business uh, back in '76, and um, you know, it was obviously it was born out of the days of um, you know the, how financial planning went through its infancy, and then uh, there was a lot of tired agents out there. And um, uh, I, I guess dad was probably at the, I, I guess he was at the forefront of uh, trying to you know, make it more holistic advice, uh, very much that strategic advice um, into the into the 90s. Um, and, you know, he, he always said to me, look, get it, go out there, get a commerce degree. Um, you know, you might want to get into accounting. It's sort of never saying, you know, come into my business. So I was never being groomed. You know, Why am I here, Dad? You know, <laughs> why would you have me as a son? Um, and that was good because I, I sort of, um, you know, going through university, I remember the first term of our uh, first semester of university, I was like just bumming around with mates um, and I thought, okay, I better actually do some work now. And he said, well, come and do some work with me, para planning. Um, and I found this para planning site. I thought, oh, this is really cool. I'm starting to learn things like asset allocations and, you know, managing people's monies and doing some strategy here, very basic stuff. And I used to look at the guys who were writing the full SOAs and reports and thinking, man, I, I want to build up that sort of knowledge one day. Um, you know, they could just, at a flick of a switch, be able to, you know, work out how to do their strategies. And um, I found a real interest in that, um, uh, and that was probably early 2000s. And then um, and I, f- I found this niche in, I guess, investment analysts. I thought, no, I want to be an investment analyst. Studied that for a bit. And, and Dad, uh, to his credit, sort of said, well, if you want to you know, do that, follow your path, follow your dreams, um, and you know, take off to Sydney. And uh, so I did that. But uh, yeah, I, I think it was the glittery lights of, you know, whether it was stockbroking or, or investment analysts, you think it's all this fun and games and then you're just stuck in a room looking at spreadsheets <laughs> and it's like, I want to go back to seeing clients. Um, so, look, I'm very grateful for um, a business that he was sort of already running, I guess, building towards that way and and then to have this um, new age slant on things with technology, fintech, um, um, you know, in my days in Sydney, I was able to look see other firms out there and, and work with them and sort of see what the good and the bad was in the industry. And and it just collaborated really nicely when when I came back about 10 years ago, back to the business. And uh, at that time, my mates who were um, went through school with, they were actually starting the business as well. And uh, we had a sort of very similar slant on uh, on uh, the way advice should be very, you know, when I'm, everyone says holistic, but, you know, right down to stuff we're discussing today around, you know, banking structures and, um, you know, whether it's, um, you know, investing could be paying down debt. You know, so, so that philosophy. So, um, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm glad, um, uh, grateful that, I guess, Dad had the sort of, 
uh, I won't call it, I guess it's morals, I guess, but that sort of view of financial advice should be um, wealth isn't always about money. Um, you know, wealth isn't always about a super or in, or shares. You know, it's a whole number of things. So, um, yeah, it's uh, worked out pretty well so far. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, I have to give you credit for, um, you know, we were collaborating when we were involved with AFA uh, back in the day. You're a previous yeah. Rising Star winner, so we'll, we'll chat a bit about that. But um, I still remember when the first time you showed me the cash flow model on X plan and this is like the time Clay's starting his business or, or recently started as well and we're just sort of just sucking knowledge from uh, pretty anyone. much anyone that would <laughs> give it to us uh, and I still remember you come down to the office and you know taking me through all these models and like that's my business is built on that now as we were, we were chatting about just before over coffee um, that uh, you know that that sort of stuff is so valuable for people and I don't know like I, I think um you know, long-term modelling is a complete wank. Like, yeah. like there's no totally. no real value in that. Um, but the the short-term stuff, and especially for the younger guys, also for the retirees, as you were chatting about mm. um, before, just so much value in in giving them that certainty of what's going on and and predicting, you know, what or or seeing what the um, what the options are for them. And I know you were saying like. Um, that you you know that gets helps you get your head around you know what the options are for them. I know that when I do it for people as well that uh, I don't know what when someone engages with me I don't know what their strategy is going to yeah. be. I don't even necessarily know what's going to be best, but when you map it out, it allows you to actually see that. And then you know it's like you say, wealth is not just about money. The strategy is not just about the best financial benefit. So it's like what you can see what um, the money looks like, and then what's not in the numbers. And then help people get that clarity, and it just gives them so much confidence to actually act. So. Yeah, I, I mean that, that modelling. I mean, it, it is clarity. Like it's black and white numbers. You can't. It doesn't lie. Um, I mean, assumptions are in there, which there's a bit of grayer with assumptions. But if you keep them pretty conservative, and I, I, as you said, it's a good way to start. Just a good way to start your own mindset. And okay, what are, what are we going to do here with our client? Uh, set it all out. What's the cash flow look like? And you sort of go from there. Yeah. Hmm. So, what sort of transit? Like, was there much of a transition? Transition. I know you said your dad was was pretty strategic with with the sort of advice that that he was doing. But mm. did you find you know that you had like frustrations or legacy issues or trying to transition into the sort of stuff that you wanted to, which is the next level strategy? Yeah. Um, probably like coming back from when I came back from Sydney to Newcastle. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, one or two of the advisors left at the time before the GFC, and then I picked up their client base. Uh, so this advice, this person who's never advised in their life, but has got the theoretical. Okay, I've been teaching power planners and all that. You know, I, I know my stuff. You think so, but <laughs> and yeah. it's a totally different world advising, like um, from power planning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Massively. Yeah. 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 Strangely, because you're sitting there as a paraplane, you're like, oh, I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> I have got this. <laughs> These guys do not know. Yeah. I'm way better than this yeah, provider. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's just blabbing his mouth. I'm sitting there taking notes. Right, I'm writing the bloody advice here. I'm the real advice. This is me. It's all about me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're, you're paraplaner. You like yeah. get your name somewhere on the front page. You're like, that's right. That's right. That's, that's me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote this document. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, that was that was me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, everyone, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, knew everything, and and then you just fall into advising, and then you're dealing with real life situations. I think actually the first appointment that uh, me and my mate from year three that we had jointly, it was a, um, I think my father said uh, or dad said, hey, you you guys can step in on this appointment. In fact, I think he was getting a haircut at the time. He couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was 
Probably a max dad. Or a haircut uh, <laughs> at the time. So you guys jump into this and um, first meeting, and uh, Michael will attest to this as well, uh, this lady just started bawling in front of us and uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No paraplaning <laughs> yeah, skill right. has kept me up to date with this. Why didn't I do the Kaplan course yeah, in right. dealing with people to cry? To cry, that's it. Oh, so yeah. um, what? A, what an intro to advice! Wow, um, man. How did you, how did you handle it? Uh, well, first a box of tissues, of course. Yeah. Oh god, no rookie in there. Um, I can't remember what she was crying about. Hopefully yeah. not just seeing us, but uh, investment returns. <laughs> <laughs> this is pre GFC just. All oh, right, okay. but yeah, it would have been. I've like, only made twelve yeah, percent this year. Right. <laughs> My mate's getting twenty. Yeah, uh, I think like it might have been she might have lost a partner or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so it could have been. Um, I can't recall after I asked my mate, but uh, that was the intro into advice and baptism. Um, baptism of a fire, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in terms of the uh, the the firm was already leaning towards that strategic sense, uh, strategic you know uh, environment and. I'm, I'm probably a little bit nerdy in that I like to just like really drill. Like I came to advice going, okay, if I was a client and, and I had no idea what financial planning was, what would I expect um, from my advisor? And and straight away it's things like you know cash flow, banking structure, um, things like super and insurance were sort of lasting on my mind. They're important from our point of view and risk management and all the rest and just cleaning things up and long-term wealth and retirement. But from me, as a you know, that was you know late twenty year old then, and um, uh, I was like, okay, we can't just just provide that as advice. There's got to be something a lot more deeper, a lot more engaging. Uh, so clients are emailing me. You know, I have a client last night who emailed me and said, hey, I really before I go on this trip in September, I really want to buy this uh, SLR camera. Can I afford to do it? And mm. she's you know, retiring. I said. You know, if there's anything you want to have experiences, you want to you know relive those moments for years to come. Get your bloody camera. Mm. Um, so it's it's that sort of engagement, and um, I think we found it really started on the on the the non traditional financial planning aspects. The um, you know, it's had nothing to do with shares or super or insurance. It was all those uh, both intangibles, but also just see where the rubber hits the road around the banking structure, cash flow, giving people confidence to spend and um, you know live out their days in retirement or, or knocking down debt, etc. So, um, and and I think the clients felt then over the years that they knew you were on their side. You know, as a new advisor coming in, I looked like I was 13 years old back then. So, <laughs> you're, you're 50, you've upgraded. You look 15 <laughs> now. Yeah, but those poor clients. Coming in in GFC years, you can imagine it. We're down these returns, and uh, oh, here's my Doogie Hauser uh, advisor <laughs> <laughs> coming in. Hey, hey guys, um, yeah. That's so awesome. um, yeah, and, and look, over the years, they've become my best clients who are now referring, and I think they know that you're really on their side. And I think that's the way. If there's any lesson for young advisors out there, just you, you're pretty much just going to put yourself into their shoes, and you. Yeah, you, that's the way you should advise. Just putting yourself in their shoes, the way you want to be um, advise yourself. So yeah, man. Yeah, and the business has been built around that. We've still got a lot of work to do, of course, but we're getting there. Yeah. So you you won the Rising Star uh, Award back in what was that? Twenty fourteen? No, it was like twenty ten. Oh my god, Something you like are that. you are old. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what did that do? Did that? Did you see? Like, did you see that have a flow on impact to the business? Yeah. Um, probably. Look, because uh, there's a number of advisors in the business, I uh, it's hard to sort of um, you know the magnitude on you know financials and clients and all that. But I noticed on my own little pod of clients and 
um, team that it did have an impact um, both for my existing clients to sort of have the confidence to both refer or you know, stay with me as, as the advisor. Um, there was a huge um, uh, injection of, I guess, confidence there. Um, but also probably a lot of self-confidence to go, okay, the things that I've been doing that sort of felt left field from what others were doing, maybe this is actually, maybe this is what I was, we were meant to do in the first place. So um, it was a lot of um, self-confidence uh, that I, I took out of it. And, and from there that, uh, you know, when you're self-confident, you, you then seem to attract um, bigger and better things with clients. So I started getting some really chunky or meaty clients with, you know, multiple entities and, um, you know, been able to model for multiple entities, you know, how to summarise and all that and some really strategic uh, stuff in there. So that was also another like an extra learning experience for me um, in how to um, not just advise but also how to implement strategies. I think that's what we, we, yeah, a lot of paraplans in my day, a lot of paraplans don't get. They don't get how to implement a lot of these strategies and put them in place and you got to line things up and make sure it all, all correctly. So, um, Did you have a mentor or, or uh, self-taught? Yeah. No, I'd say, um, uh, uh, yeah, I'd say Dad's been a probably my primary mentor on things, um, you know, on things like even like charging, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm one of those ones, probably like young advisors. It's like, how do you actually broach the whole fee conversation? And yeah, um, uh, and even when I've had tricky scenarios, just to be able to go to Dad and say, hey, how would you have approached this? So. Uh, he's probably been easily my mentor through um, paraplane years and the advice years, and then I think the beauty of the the team we've got uh, is that there's a we've got young and old advisors in the mix as well. So they've all bought different parts of what they've been used to if they're in the aged care space or if they're in the Centrelink space, and it's like uh, you know um, you know John, how did you deal with this situation? And um, so. Um, but yeah, my main mentor has been uh, Dad. Quite easy. Um, he probably he hasn't paid me to say that, but uh, no, yeah, it's <laughs> quite easily been my main mentor. And then I had some great managers at uh, when I was at MLC or Three Sixty. Um, that um, yeah, yeah, that's I think when you're in that corporate scene, having good managers behind you that can sort of lift you through and keep you um, pursuing what you want to do and your, your dreams in a corporate structure. That was um, there were some good uh, mentors there as well. Yeah. And how many advisors have you got in the business now? Yeah, so uh, I think it's about six or seven. Um, decent. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's and it ranges. Like some are investment focus only, and um, I don't do aged care, so we've got a couple of aged care advisors in there because yeah, I'm just I'm a few home. old people in Newey. Yeah, yeah it's a few, <laughs> old, few old people. It's, yeah, they're, all, they're hanging on by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, about seven. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's a decent. And and how big was it when uh, from from when you came back from Sydney? Yeah, it's probably about twenty. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone downhill since yeah. then. Yeah. I, I think it was actually, to be honest, it would have been like five or six. Okay, so it was it hasn't changed too much. Yep. Uh, I guess that's uh, Dad's influence around. Um, you know the. In, in, you know, keeping the um, a lot of uh, expertise in house, you know, um, yep. um, which means a lot of advice. And it is a pretty chunky business in that sense, but we do try to operate our own little niche pods within the business as well. So there's that uh, individuality. If we want to sort of um, uh, you know, break away and focus on one part, like as I said, age age care advice, then we can uh, actually build that in and not just be not just sandbagging people's aspirations if they want to do something in particular. So um, we want to keep that sort of that dyna- 
dynamic sort of feel to the business as well. So everyone's not just getting, um, you know, you've got to follow that this way or the highway. You know, mm. you, you just got to, yeah. yeah, so. And so when with your clients, I know you work across a fairly broad um, spectrum of clients from the younger guys up to retirees, business owners as well, but is there a focus? Like would you, um, is there yeah, a particular area that you, you specialise in more for yourself? <laughs> Yeah, um, my I mean my preference to, uh, in terms of attracting clients would be that sort of forty five uh, age bracket upwards. So um, you know the um, you know whether they're business owners or PAYG employees, um, that's my favourite bracket to deal with because there's so many uh, variables at play. There's you know knocking down debt, building up towards work, soup, um, your retirement. Um, and then they're trying to manage the whole lifestyle thing as well around taking the kids to Disneyland and things like that. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's sort of, so you're really thrown in the mix there. Um, but as you know, as young advisors, you sort of attract those clients that are plus or minus seven years your age. So Yes. Um, uh, which I love dealing with because I can see that these clients will, you'll be holding their hand for longer term and gradually building them up. And, you know, they might be, they might be, I won't say lost leaders initially, but they might be, um, you know, lower profitable, profitable clients initially, but um, they're often my best clients and my most interesting clients as well. Um, and there's so much going on in their lives, whether it be starting families or whether it be buying first homes or wanting to progress up that wealth ladder. Um, yeah, so it's it, they're they're my most um, yeah fascinating clients, but I do I also like the uh, age forty five plus uh, guys mm. there. So that's what I try to attract as a business. Um, but uh, and also they probably in that bracket they probably also appreciate advice more, um, and they they're willing to pay for fees because. Yeah, they've either tried and tested it themselves before and it's failed. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Whereas your 20-year-olds and young 30-year-olds, whatever, they're like, <clears throat> you know, they've never seen an advisor before. They don't know what the good one is or what bad, or they've they've never tried to do their own advice before. And Definitely, yeah. Uh, they, they, uh, there's a lot of education involved. I thought, like, that's what all my clients are, like, late 20s to late 30s, the, the vast majority, and... Uh, yeah, when you haven't had an advisor before, or you you're just at that start that stage where you, where people are starting to think about money and think like I should be an adult now, I should do something smart. Um, they probably haven't had that experience to say, well, shit, I can't actually do that myself. Like, oh yeah, I thought about doing it, and then I didn't do it for a year, and then I didn't do it for another year, and then I did some stuff, but it just <laughs> failed pretty good. Um, but check so. out my Acorns account, yeah. five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, look at me, ING director. Yeah. So how do you charge? You talk about pricing. Yep. A few times? Yep. So um, pretty much run it through. Look, initial advice is just run through a calculator internally, and it's all based on complexity of the client situation across, um, you know, if it's if it's the super, the modelling, if it's um, uh, banking structure, banking structure implementation, or just grading clients in terms of complexity. So it's like a one, two, three system. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so it's pretty – it makes sense to, to us, makes sense to clients. You know, you are what you are. If you're complex, you're complex. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, and we do the same with respect to ongoing advice as well. So, um, yeah, I've got a big thing around with client value propositions, which is like a, a bit of a bugbear of mine. I, I just – I cringe when I hear client value propositions that are like uh, – you get you you pay this because you get this newsletter and you see me twice or one five times a year or something like that. And to me, the client's value sort of 
you know, being able to tap into you at any moment or whether email, phone calls or having that face-to-face meeting to mm. address, not not just, you know, the, the reviews. So, but, um, but have you seen the Pivot Wealth newsletter though? <laughs> <laughs> that is worth $1,000 a month. At least. At, at least. least. Giving it a gems. huge discount. Yeah, yeah. Huge <laughs> discount. The meaning of life. That's going to be the next issue. Yes. Yes. Uh, Special yeah, edition. I have to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I have to pay for it, I guess. Well, yeah. you're brand new to the, uh, to the Facebook group. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, next stop on the list, mate. Cool. I can actually tap into it, can I? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah yeah, but uh, yeah. So the with the value, the ongoing stuff, it's all about complexity of um, you know, if someone's a, I always think that if I get an email for a client, it's got companies and trusts and self managed super funds, it's a vastly different you know a, a energy that I have to consume to be able to give advice back than someone who's just got super in a debt you know yeah. um, or in early stage advice piece. So. Hence, I charge that way um, based on strategic complexity, but also on um, investment portfolio management. If we're managing wealth, then it's based on complexity of portfolio management. And um, for clients, you know, it, it gets away with this whole thing, oh, look, I don't want to be on package A. I don't really value your extra meeting each year. It gets away from that. It's yeah. It gets to the point of, um, you know, clients are just, um, they are who they are. Um, if you don't, If you don't want to... Yeah, you can't argue against who you are. If you're, if you're complex, you're complex, unless you want to simplify everything. But, uh, um, yeah, and naturally, obviously, the high-complex clients generally need two to three meetings a year, like pre-30 June and, you know, post-30 June meetings and all that. So it's sort of naturally they get more meetings anyways uh, in the mix or conversations with them. Yeah. So your fee, fee, you charge fixed fees? Um, your com on insurance. Yep. Yep. And do you charge asset fee, asset fees? So we do like a hybrid with asset fees. Um, we do like a fixed and floating, uh, fixed and small floating. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so we we do that like for a number of reasons, but um, yeah, there's there's a, a certain amount of work you do each year, no matter what. So that's one reason why we've got the fixed part of it. Uh, the floating part of it is more so to guard against you know um, you know a ten million dollar client versus a hundred grand client. Um, I guess mm. there's different risks and implications um, between the two. Um, um, so therefore, yeah, we have a lower percentage-based fee just to guard. I guess we can call it risk-adjusted fee in a way. Um, and that's only on funds under our management. Obviously, I've got clients that could have, well, I'm only doing strategic advice for them and there's no fund. You know, it, mm. the advice is to guys just to knock down debt or to build up your own investment property portfolio that you guys are managing yourself. So... Um, obviously, there's no percentage-based fee there. That's all just our, our strategic charge is all fixed uh, dollar fee-based. Yep. Yep. Okay. And where are you getting your clients from? Uh, existing clients. Okay. Yeah, easy. All referrals. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, in fact, my, uh, my client service manager Alicia keeps going. You know, um, which is in a good way. She's like, oh, another another referral, another referral, and in a sort of not a bad way, but like, oh, <laughs> terrible, we're, terrible. We're, where am I going to fit in the calendar? Oh girls. my god, yeah. inbound yeah. leads. Hey, yeah. So, do, do, is that a part of your uh, conversation? Is that a part, of, or is it just happening organically? Or yeah, I'm the worst at having that conversation. Yeah, I, I sucked at it as well. Yeah, I still do. So yeah. I, what, what do you say or do, or, or do you just? I just start. Uh, I think. The, one of the key things is actually letting them know that I have got capacity uh, right. to accept referrals. So uh, if there's any, that, that's probably the limit. Do you to my smile and then go ding? <laughs> <That's right. Yeah. laughs> I am open to more business. Ding ding, ding hint. I have and a wink. Yeah, I have capacity. <laughs> yes, I, I get what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I, I think there's a lot of clients out there that 
uh, often they, they think that if they're giving you a referral, they might be wasting your time. Or wasting your time is probably not the right word, but they might think, oh, do you have the ability to take on an, a more work? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So it's trying to just break down that misconception, like uh, that you know, wrong perception, I guess. Um, and and the ways we do it, like we try to, uh, you know, recently we've brought you know underneath myself and my uh, other key advisors, like an associate advisor underneath that can do the legwork we were doing around modelling and banking structures and you know insurance analysis, etc. That they can take care of that, so that frees us up immensely. Um, but uh, yeah, the referrals are coming from um, existing clients. I we do do some advertising around Newcastle, of course, and it's more just brand advertising to say, hey, this is us. Um, we are still around. Um, yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, so, um, but existing, I, I prefer existing clients. Um, in Newcastle, it's a lot easier to do, I'd say, because of, um, well, I th- hopefully it's the same in, in every place, but um, we find once you pick up a little nest of clients, it's sort of just really, um, yeah, it's like a tree. You know, you've got the branch and it just splits off into another. Do you do client events? Yes and no. So um, I, we used to be big on those in the early days when I was building up my client base um, around cash flow, banking structure, management and all the rest and self-managed super funds and what they are. Um, we've probably dropped – I've probably personally dropped off from doing that a fair bit and that's maybe because I, I'm finding I'm receiving the client referrals organically. Um, yeah. Um, but back in the initial stages, I was doing them. Um, we were doing them as a group. Um, we'd probably do them now as more of a service part of the business, like if we've got portfolio managers or if we want to talk about super and pro- um, self-managed super fund and properties or or if there's some specific thing with legislation coming up, um, then we'll run those seminars. But apart from that, we, we this is the sort of things we need to get better at as a business. There's always stuff we want to be better at, and that's probably one of them to, to make sure we've got that um, – those formal engagement process, uh, formal engagement. When we have done them in the past, we try to do them at nice, nice locations in Newcastle that are, you know, like a medical research institute near the main hospital that people can just like. There's a bit of a interest in it as well, and have like a lifestyle speaker there as well around a cardiologist or something like that speak and uh, or a researcher. So, and tying that in with maybe an economist in there as well. So, if we do do it, we try to make it more of a, a bit of a fun thing. So yeah, yeah. and what I like. Why do you do advice? Like, what's what what what's the thing that because you spoke before about you know stockbroking and, and spreadsheets and and I guess the easy answer is you know I like to help people and I like to speak to people but what what's the thing that you love about advice the most? Yeah, um, I probably in the early days I probably said, well, what else do I want to do? Um, <laughs> I hate medi- I hate anything medical because yeah. I probably just faint. Anyway, so dude, well, I'm you with couldn't you. get any paler at least. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Is he is he fainting? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm permanently <laughs> like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Good job, you. I didn't know I was going to get a rib in you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I mean, that struck that out, and you know, you look at sort of yeah, solicitors and that sort of there's a lot of negative. There's a lot of negative industries, I guess. Um, <clears throat> uh, Whereas financial advice is so positive, you thought you'd just jump <laughs> jump all right in. Well, and and that's the weird thing. About it. it, and I guess is that is that the kind of the point that pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah it's sort yeah, of the yeah. best thing to do like it's, out of all the professional services yeah well you're dealing with a lot of it's very broad like you're yeah, as I said we had a first appointment with someone a lady crying yeah um, yeah and you're dealing with sort of emotional family matters <clears throat> through to someone uh, wanting to go on holidays or um, someone trying to just save for. Um, or start a family, so it's so broad. I just can't think of any other industry yeah. out there. It's it's, that, it's such a dynamic 
yes. job. It, it, yep. Yeah, from one meeting to the next and uh, from different clients, different ages. And, um, and I guess in a lot of ways, uh, XY exists to get those stories out yep. because it's so weird, you know, our, our industry is going through the Royal Commission at the moment and really hoping for, for things to get better. I, I don't think, I, I don't really hear any advisors too much complaining about what's going on because everyone agrees. We all, we all want the whole industry to, to improve. And, um, and, and as these guys are making the decisions, I really hope that they pay attention to the outstanding dynamic of financial advice because I think ASIC and, and whoever think that advice is, is the SOA. Yeah. And I think... <laughs> They still think that advice is the investment returns, yeah. and mm. uh, and and I just hope because advisors, right? When when we all get together and chat, we know what advice is, yeah. right? And yes, we we giggle about someone laughing, but at the time, my God, like when you're in that moment, the last thing you're doing is laughing. You, oh. You're sitting there and you got the tissues and you're asking what happened and how can, you know, you don't go into solution mode straight away, right? Yeah. Like advisors, we we have such a responsibility and um, and it's going to be interesting to see where advice goes to in, in, the, in the years ahead, but I suspect that it's going to be people learning from conversations like that we've had today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what they, I guess what, a lot of people outside the industry and also, you know, ASIC, et cetera, with uh, SOAs, they don't see, you know, there's you got the accountability piece that we provide, uh, the objectivity often when you've got a husband and wife in the room and this is the first forum they've had to be able to discuss um, some of the matters at hand yeah. or what they want to do. You know, you sort of that, um, you know, to provide that objectivity, a third-party person who looks at it on a... Um, you know, without having any bias between one or the other. Um, uh, but also, like, the organisation side of um, just organising people's lives. You know, there's some people that are in a mess, like yeah. a massive mess. Um, you know, we're not just talking things like super consolidation, but just even, like, banking structure or just they've got no strategic direction. They're just, like, they're just floating along going, I'll just get paying down the debt. That's pretty cool. I don't know if this is the, um, you know, I don't know if this is making me happy or content, but everyone else seems to be doing it. So That's it, yeah. Um, it's that inertia that's so common for people that it's just like the the battle between the urgent and the important where it's like the emails coming in and then the, you know, you end up in the YouTube void, you know, watching cat videos, and then it's like you, you, oh, financial, like my financial future. Oh, dang, you know, that's tomorrow's tomorrow's <laughs> issue, and people are just stuck. They just keep doing what they're what they're doing and missing these opportunities to yeah. get ahead. So, pushing people forward, obviously, a massive benefit. Couldn't agree more with the, you know, with couples and getting people on the same page with their strategy. I know that that's, you know, for the for my my clients, the younger guys, it's it's that when they first get together with their partner and actually get aligned in in what yeah. they're doing and then you've got all the wheels sort of turning in the in the right direction yeah. so yeah so dynamic and uh, so many aspects yeah so. i just don't know any other industry out there that um that does it like it's um so if anyone comes up with anything post it on the facebook page <laughs> <laughs> 
Awesome, man. Well, how, how, how can people, you know, are, are you open to chatting or is there anything that you're looking to do or promoting or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually, I was just saying to Ben before, I've been um, uh, a couple of young, young kids and everything else, probably just been in my own little hole up in Newcastle for a bit uh, the last five years, which has been nice just to concentrate on the business and, you know, family life. Um, but yeah, I've um, recently joined the Facebook page uh, hey. finally. Yay. Yeah, yeah, everyone send him a wave or <laughs> yeah, send me a wave. on there. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, I'm I'm more than open to um, I, I love sharing and uh, if anyone saw back in if uh, back in 2010 when I was on the uh, you know, <laughs> with Rising Star Award but yeah. um, hopefully people if anyone saw the workshops and that that uh, I was yeah, I love sort of sharing what um, what the future of financial advice and I think there's so many other stories out there I mean I just have a certain take on how <clears throat> how to approach things but I'd imagine there's so many other ways that. Um, people are uh, approaching things at the moment. And I think the beauty of our age segment is that, um, you know, we're, we're very open to um, going down these paths. You know, we're, 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 we are questioning, you know, the way it was done in the past. Is that the right uh, way to do things or is there a better way of doing, uh, doing strategy or providing uh, value to our clients? So, um, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm open to... Uh, Having a chat, I'll put my email addresses on there, or, or, or yeah, comment, or comments, whatever it may be, or forum. Yeah. So, um, hit him up for modelling. He's a good teacher. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, financial <laughs> modern that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, 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 both. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> skincare. Well, mate, thank you very much for coming on. That's it's right. been a pleasure. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah cheers. Cheers, mate.